The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. There was a Rav in Kiryat Shalom in Tel Aviv. His name was Rav Segal. I don't know his first name, it starts with a Yud. And he was, besides being the Rav there, he was also in charge of the Rabbanot, of being matir, giving the, uh, the okay for men to marry women. And that's Israel, any man that wants to marry a, a woman has to give an application into the, to the Misrad HaDatot, and they do their research on every single person and making sure that the person's not a mamza, the person's a yid, the person's not a koyen with a grusha, the person's not a, um, um, a, a, a really married to somebody else. Whatever they do, they have a whole protocol what they have to do. One day he comes in and he gives in his resignation. He's finished. He's not working anymore. Uh, uh, give us a month, give us two months to find somebody else. No, I'm finished. I'm over. <clears throat> this, this, this story was said over by Rav Zinger, who's the Rav of Givat Shol, uh, Givat Shmuel, and he heard it from him on his deathbed. That means before he was, he was being nifter, Rav Segel, this Rav Zinger asked him, tell me, tell me the reason, the real reason why you resigned from the Misrat HaDatot. And he told him that he worked by Muna all his life. He did his research. He dotted every I, crossed every T, made sure that everything is Kedasikadin. And one night he had a dream. In his dream, he saw Rav Shimon Bayechoi. And Rav Shimon Bayechoi told him that B'schus that you learned my Torah, I came to save you from a serious problem. Today, in Misrat Adatot, you were matir a man to marry a woman. You should know that the woman is a grusha and the man is a koyan. And he woke up, he was startled, and he came into the Misrata Datot, and he says, it can't be. But I had a dream. He went and he found in all the papers that they gave in, he started doing research on every paper that was given in, and he found that half of the papers were Zuyafim. They were Zuyafim, they were forged papers. And they were able to prove that it was forged. And Taka, it was, he, the man was a Koyan Taka, and the lady was a Grusha. And everything was in the system. Just that they used fake papers with fake names to cover it up, that it shouldn't come out, that they shouldn't have it. And therefore, once he saw that he could be matter something, even if he dotted every I and crossed every T, he decided, that's it. I'm not doing this job anymore. And he gave it up. And the schus was, because he learned of Kabbalah, he learned the Zoyar, he learned of Shem Ba'ichoi, came to save him from this, from this, from this Zach. Grada, I saw many, many stories about this. I'll just tell you that, um, that, uh, Rabbi Zratia said in public that he had a son who got sick and he was so sick he had 42 degrees Celsius, very burning hot. And Lemaisa, he went to sleep and in his cholom he saw the marsha. And the Marsha told him that Hayois, that you horror over my the Marsha's in every Mesechta, 
and that's like the main achron that you're busy with, and you're checking, and you learn every single mashah, I came to tell you that I beseeded on your son's behalf, covered, and you're going to see when you wake up that your son is, has 37. It went down from 42 to 37. And Rebezo Atiyah said that he woke up, and Taka, he took his son's temperature, and it was Taka 37. And it was, it was, it was, it was a pella. But Lamaisa, because he learned the Mashah's Torah, he was Zoycha, that the Mashah came to Menachalim and told him, Taka, that he's going to, to, uh, to, to, to daven for him. Gather <coughs> Yashiv always used to say, a schooler, that, that if a person is in a tzara, he should learn one of the chuvis of the Noida Behuda, and the Noida Behuda will daven for him. In Shemaim. And the stipler also used to say that it doesn't have to be no the Behuda. The stipler used to tell people that they can find any safer, any of the previous doilem, and learn that safer, and they will be mamlets for you in Shemaim. There's a, there's a, there's a, one of the svarim brought down that, uh, a yid from America had a dream that he, um, in his dream, he saw a famous, famous moil. And the moil came to him and said that I did a bris on your brother 30 years ago and your father never paid me. And Lamaisa, his father was still alive and he went to his father and he asked his father. His father said, yeah, that yid was talking a moil, but I paid him. So there's a letter that he wrote to, to Reb Chaim, to, to, to Reb Chaim Knievsky, asking him, if he's mechuyif to pay or not. Because his father says that he paid. So Reb Chaim writes back that if your father says that he paid, Avada, he's potter. But if you were zoicha to see that someone should come to you and tell you that your money, it's kedai, lots of today shamayim, to pay again a few hundred dollars to satisfy choyiv. Uh, better, there's coming to you to save you in this world instead of in the next world, it's kedai. It's a famous story of a Rosh Hashiva who was traveling with eight Talmidim that they were about to land and there was a big fog and they couldn't land their, their intended arrival airport and they had to land 150 miles away in an army base. And as soon as they got off the plane, a sergeant came over to them and said, these guys did not have a milch yet, correct? And he said, yeah, how do you know? He says, because today is my father's yard site, and my father came to me last night and told me that I have to say Kaddish to him, and I said, I don't have a minion, I'm stuck on the base. My father told me, I'll send you a minion, you just say Kaddish. And sure enough, Taka, there was nine people, and he was the tenth, and Taki was able to say Kaddish. This is all documented stories that I'm telling you. There's, there was another story, for those that remember, um, about uh, 15 years ago, I don't remember the exact date, 10 years ago, there was a chasana hall called the Versailles, 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 something like that in Yerushalayim, and the whole thing was like two holes, one on top of the other, and it toppled down, and, and a lot of people got killed. Anyways, there was a balashchuva that was supposed to get married in the bottom floor on that night, and she had a dream that um, that uh, she should not get married in that hall. Her mother came to her in a dream and told her to go make the chasana someplace else, but not in that hall. 
and she went to ask her rabbanit. That's what, that's what happened. And she asked her rabbitson, and the rabbitson asked the shaila, and then the rabbitson came back to her and told her that if your mother came all the way to this world to tell you not to make it there, even if it costs you more money, she make it someplace else. And Taka, for those that remember, that bottom floor was empty that night. Otherwise, there would have been thousands of, hundreds of more people being casualties. But because the mother came down to save her, Taka, this is all in a column, and this was printed, B'Shas Maisa, was, everybody knows the story. Or Shiva writes that he was once in the shul, in, 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 in the, in the, in the, in the, in the, in the, in the Hagro, in Katamon, and he, he, um, he got an aliyah. He didn't remember if he paid money or he promised money. And he was trying to find out how he could find out if there's any records. And he davened, and he, and he davened HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and he talked had a dream. And in the dream, they told him that he should go to a certain chasana. He went to the chasana, and a yid comes over to him and says, Are you this Mr. Shashiva? He says, Yeah. He says, I need information about a bachat that learned in your yeshiva. So he gave him the information, and he tells him, Well, who are you? He says, I'm the Gabai of the Beisach Nesagro in Katamon. He says, oh, so I was there 25 years ago and I got an aliyah and I'm not sure if I owe money, I don't owe money, can you find out? Here's my number. Two days later he got a phone call that yes, it's in the records that there was a chayv of 25 shekel, it was never paid. And Taka, he sent him the money, but through a cholom, Taka, he got this this thing. Rebbeton Cook, the mother of all the, Rebbe Cook and all these other brothers, the I'll meet them from Rebbe Yashiv. So <clears throat> they said over Meredith Gazach that she was supposed to have a very big surgery. She was older already. And she had a dream right before the surgery. And in the dream, she saw they, they took her and they threw her into a deep pit. And she woke up screaming and she told the kids that she can't, she has no menuchas and she can't go into a surgery like this. And they, they, she, they should go right now and find her Barrio Levine and bring him to her because she needs to talk to him about the dream. Mamish, like about 10 seconds later, there's a knock on the door, and in walked Rabbi Levine. And Rabbi Levine heard the dream, and Rabbi Levine told her that the pisrain of the dream is that since it says, Mimamakim Krasicha Hashem, HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants that before you go into the surgery, you should daven from the depths of your heart. And that's why it's a bira mikta, that's why they threw you into a deep hole. And you're going to see, you're going to have a Meredith Yeshua, and you're going to have the Basliach in the surgery. And Taka, that's what happened. To what we said before about the Tzadikim davening for you, I saw that Ramayisha Martha Schulzinger was sitting shiva for his brother, Rav Shmuel, who was the Rav of Kiryat Atta, and he said that his father, Rav Yitzchak, was a Moitz in Haifa, and he used to learn Tzfasemes. And he Taka learned Swasemis Koyamov. You could ask him any Swasemis. He knew it by heart. He knew every single Swasemis. And his brother, Rub Shmuel, the one that was just Nifta, was Taka once very sick as a young child. And Swasemis came to him and told him that because you, you, you learned my Swarim, I'm Taka gonna go and stand in front of the Kisiyah covered. And Taka, he lived many, many, many years later. He's sitting Shiva for him many, many years later. But that's how he Taka he stayed alive. So the end with one more story that there was a, a yid that had a dream 
that the 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 the, the Shilas at Shuvis, Menachem Azariah came to him. I don't know who it is, and he told him that when your kid is born, you should name him Menachem Azariah after me. And he told him, and the simon that you should know that it's true, is because when you're going to wake up, you're going to find that my sefer Menachem Azariah is on the floor, fell out of his farm shank. So he woke up and he went to this farm shank and sure enough he saw the safer on the floor. So he came to Rebchaim Kanievsky to ask Rebchaim if he should take a name his kid after that. So Rebchaim said, Vada, Vada, why not? It's the right thing to do. So he asked Rebchaim, how could there be such a thing that a cholom, that there should be mavaza, a safer, today to prove to me that the dream is right? So Rebchaim told them, you have the sequence of events backwards. First, when you put back the safer last time, you didn't put it back good. Then the sefer fell out on the floor. And for you to have a kapara, with not being mechab the sefer properly, you should name after that godel, and that's going to be the kapara. But you see that the gedolim took on this thing of chaloimah very seriously. And there's millions of more stories. But I'm, I'm saying stories that I saw in Svarim and documented and that I heard many times over from Rosh I heard many of them personally myself. So it's, 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 it's a great sezach. We have to remember that we're all in one big dream. And we're waiting for the piss rain. We, we, we don't know what it's going to be. But it, it's like Hanukkah. All of a sudden it's going to come the lichtelach. And it's going to turn on the ur. And it's going to release us from this kefelach of finster gullus. May it happen. The meheira be ameno amen. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.